Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 141 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. What's up, gamers? I'm your other host, Andy. Welcome back to another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. Jack wants me dead. How's everyone doing today? How are you, Jack? Cancelled. You're cancelled, Andy. (laughs) Oh, no! I don't know how cancelling works, but I'm doing it to you. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Okay, I'm alright. How are you, Jack? What's up? I'm good. I'm good. It's it's very rainy here in New Jersey. It's cold as hell, and it was really nice on Saturday, and I just want it back because now if I have to put the heat on, and I hate it. <laughs> How are you? I'm pretty good. You know, it's California. It's a it's not it's not the best weather right now, but it's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't I can't really complain. I mean. I think it's bad form as a as a as a as a known Californian local to uh, talk about the weather to an East Coaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't 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 do that too much. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not really it's not really fair. Anyway, what have you been up to, Jack? How's how's your life? What's going on? It's good. Um, crunchy, well, Crunchyroll. The discotheque dropped a cool announcement over the weekend or over the past week and it, it was just like 15 series uh on crunchyroll now and everyone is excited about kaiba and like kaiba i've heard is pretty cool but then right at the end on the last tweet it was just like eat man <laughs> it's on there now because <laughs> uh, i'm pretty sure it talked about eat man on, on here right yeah, and I'm now convinced that you've summoned Eat Man out of its uh, obscurity back into the forefront of it's culture. It's still running. <laughs> it's it's currently being serialized. Oh that's, my god! <laughs> yeah, it, that's the weirdest thing. Because like, I I bought the first two volumes, well, the only two English volumes of Eat Man that exist, and then this happens. And I'm like, all right, I tried to watch this before on YouTube, and it was only in Spanish, and it was in 240p. Let's see what this is all about. And bottom line, really weird. <laughs> like, Can't say I'm shocked. Apparently, the first Eat Man series they made, um, the Studio Dean in like 1997, did not follow the manga at all. And they kind of just did their own thing. And... It's really interesting because the soundtrack is super cool and atmospheric. It's really uh, what's what's a series that kind of feels like that. I kind of kept going. Have you ever watched Ergo Proxy? No, but I know of it. It's that same kind of like slow, moody um, anime that just like pauses on like big open vistas while like music is playing in the background. It's just it's it's not what i would have thought you would adapt uh, a man that eats guns into <laughs> but i'm gonna watch all of it because they only put the first series they didn't put eat man 98 which is apparently which is the second eat series man 98 that's what it's called man <laughs> it's great because <laughs> how you can't you can't take this like seriously. You can't be precious about Eat Man because it's called Eat Man. Yeah, like 
I feel like it's maybe a little shallow to say, but it could be like some like deep, masterful work of art, and I'm still gonna laugh about it because it's called fucking Eat Man. Yeah, that's the thing, and I think it takes it in stride because even when like serious stuff is happening in the manga, like yeah. Bolt Crank. <laughs> Bolt Crank <laughs> is going to eat a gun or something and do a weird thing. Because <laughs> he's really weird. Bolt um, Crank, my guy. Bo- Bolto Cranku. Um, but yeah, that was cool. Uh, in terms of manga, uh, have you heard of uh, Dead Demon's Destruction? That, yes. That manga? Yeah, yes, I can it. I read volume five of that. And I was waiting for the point where Inio Sano, the mangaka who did uh, Pun Pun, was going to make me feel really bad. And I got there. Oh, nice. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because Volume 5, like, the end of that opens. Um, and it's just horrible to read. <laughs> it makes me feel bad inside. It's really well drawn and executed. Mm-hmm. Um, but extremely, like, distressing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun and exciting. Um, but what have you been up to? That, those are the things that I was that, recently uh, checking okay, out. So that's what Jack's been doing. Let's see. I'll, I'll start with the good things. So oh let's see here. Uh, Saints Row 3 came out on the Switch, which made me and only huh? me very happy. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm a big fucking mark for saints row i love those games so much particularly the third and fourth ones although the second one has a bit of a cult following of itself but uh man saints row is just the best and (laughs) (laughs) that's like i i miss it so much like that there hasn't been any word of any new saints row content in years when did Saints right? Row 4 came out? Uh, let's see. Like, a while ago, right? Yeah, it came out in 2013, and I would have easily Whoa. said that Saints Row 4 was the best game I played in 2013 easily. Maybe also in 2014. So, if anybody is not familiar with Saints Row, it is basically a, a parody of Grand Theft Auto, but it doesn't just parody Grand Theft Auto. It kind of, like lampoons the entire industry so but not in like a cringy way it's actually really endearing and funny so like the the whole the whole grift of the thing is that it's really dumb but it makes like these like very endearing characters out of it somehow and i don't really know how they pulled it off it's like a couple of good uh pull quotes from wikipedia uh gloriously dumb uh, the Sistine Chapel ceiling of stupidity, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Saints Row Three is basically like peak uh, open world, do whatever nonsense game. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, Saints Row Four is like not really like that. Saints Row Four has a lot more in common with Crackdown than it does with uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, Saints yeah. Row 4 went, like, full stupid. Like, full fucking stupid. It it takes place... It, it, it's more of a parody of Mass Effect than anything. Like, you're... you're uh, the, ho- huh. the hub is, like, you're on this ship. And the camera pulls in, like, real close over the shoulder view to look like Mass Effect. And you go around and talk to characters on the ship. 
and the romance options. So <laughs> hmm. instead of like, so Mass Effect has those romance options where <laughs> where you have to like go through all these quests and get to know the characters, and then you get the awkward sex scene. Well, in Saints Row 4, you press the X button, and the boss says, hey, want to fuck? And then they do. You don't actually see it, but it's really funny. (laughs) And it came out on Switch. Well, Saints Row 3 came out on the Switch. I'm still waiting for them to put 4 on the Switch, too. But Saints Row 3 is also very good. Uh, The opening mission, because the whole thing is that the Saints is a gang that has become so popular that they are now a multimedia empire. And the opening of Saints Row 3 is them robbing a bank, but they're so popular that the employees at the bank are asking you to sign autographs. So you're walking wow. around the lever, the level and pressing X to sign autographs. <laughs> and the game lets you design the char- your character like literally any way you want. Like you could do mm-hmm. literally anything. Everything, there's no gendered anything. Like you could put any hair, any clothing, anything on any character. It's very fun. And you basically just go around the city, like, collecting cars, uh, using your money to, like, buy property and take over the whole city. And it's, it's really a collect-a-thon more than anything. And it's, it's really fun. And huh. if you can have an appreciation for, like, really dumb stuff, but very genuinely dumb, like, it's not uh, ironic or in bad taste. Like, it, it, it's very genuine about its stupidity, which pretty much sums up a lot of the things that I like. So Saints yeah. Row is kind of like very much up my alley. So give it a shot. It's it's fun. And 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 talk to me about Agents of Mayhem. Agents, all right. I guess I could talk <laughs> about Agents of Mayhem, a game what? that I really wanted to like a lot, and I did like it. Then a lot of other people seem to. It's basically a lot like Saints Row, but it has like all these different like hero characters. So like there's like 15 different character classes you can play as and you have to, the problem with it is that it's not as funny as Saints Row and the gameplay isn't as engaging as Saints Row. It kind of feels like Saints Row Lite, which is a shame. And it was really trying to cash in on the Overwatch thing at the time with like the different hero characters and things Uh, like that. I was trying to be like a MOBA Lite. No, it wasn't trying to be a MOBA. It was trying to take, like, the way the characters work in Overwatch and translate that to, like, an open-world action game. And it Um... only kind of worked. Kind of. The problem is, is that the thing that carries Saints Row is the fact that the story and characters are really endearing. And then that that game... had none of it. That game had none of that. (laughs) And then Volition kind of just went away, huh? Yeah, I'm... They're not gone, so I'm really hoping that they're going to work on something new eventually for the series. I mean, let me just tell you this. There's a DLC for Saints Row 4 called How the Saints Saved Christmas. And it is just the best thing ever. It is so <laughs> funny. <laughs> Andy, number one Saints Row mark. I am, though. It's Saints Row 4 is such a fucking blessing. And, you know, it says a lot that I've been always, like, excited to play Saints Row 3, but now I'm talking about the fourth one because the fourth one is just so fucking good. Such a masterpiece. Yeah. So that game's out on, like, every system. So if you haven't played it yet, if if I were to recommend one game in the series, it'd be that. Highly recommended. So, yeah. That's fun. Uh... What's not fun is being uh, abused by Game of Thrones once a week. 
Yeah, I heard some stuff, Andy, and like I'll I'll seed a few minutes to talk about Game of Thrones. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Cause like, what do you want to know? <laughs> what do you What are you curious about? Uh, will the last episode make anyone happy? No. <laughs> okay. Absolutely <laughs> <That> was... not. Because <laughs> the way the way I Twitter was on Sunday night this morning, um, they threw out like eight years of character development I saw oh that yeah bit. everything it's a train wreck it's an absolute disaster oh my god yeah <laughs> like it's it could it could not possibly be any worse i wish i was informed enough to just like drink it with a straw like because <laughs> high budget train wrecks are some of the most interesting like media that you can consume i think Oh, yeah, it's amazing because here's the thing is that the cinematography is spectacular. The production values are awesome. Like, actually watching it is, like, crazy. Like, half of this episode was just a dragon murdering thousands of people. (laughs) And it is – and you watch it, and it happens in, like, grisly detail. Like, people, like, literally burning to death – everywhere and the camera stops to make you watch them burn to death like it is some of the most high budget fucking gore schlock i've ever seen the -hmm. problem is is that would be good in and of itself but the problem is is that this show has been on for so long and the (laughs) the plot and character development this season is atrocious it is an actual disaster and, like, <laughs> what was I talking about this last week? And I was like, oh, maybe it'll get a little better. No. Yeah, they have one, they have 90 minutes of content to wrap up eight years, right? Yeah. How? Yep. <laughs> you don't. That's how. You just don't. The only good episode this season was episode two, because all that episode was was all the characters sitting around in little groups having conversations and drinking together. And it was very endearing. And it, because here's the thing: is that the thing that's good about Game of Thrones is the characters. So if you fuck up the characters, it's a disaster. That's it. Like the whole point of the Song of Ice and Fire books is that all the chapters are told through the POV of different characters. So the whole point is that you're supposed to get attached to the characters, so that when they do crazy shit, you really feel it. But if you have the characters do, like, crazy heel turns and stuff out of nowhere, it doesn't feel earned. It just feels like, oh, so they got a plot outline from George R. R. Martin that says this character makes a heel turn at the end, so we're just going to do it. Like, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> that, that was Jamie, right? Did Jamie do a bad thing? No, Well, he kind of did, but J- Jamie is a whole other issue. The Spoiler alert, D- Daenerys makes a heel turn. Oh, and that that one. Okay, yeah, yeah I heard that one. She, she turns in, goes like she turns into the up. Mad Queen da- Daenerys and kills every uh, soldier and citizen in King's Landing. Everybody, uh, sick, dead. You spend thirty <laughs> minutes straight watching every man, woman, and child in King's Landing uh, burn to death, and then you get a second to see their corpses because, of course, Arya survived. <laughs> Arya was in the city, and because she has military-grade plot armor and is basically a Super Saiyan, Arya Stark survived. Only survivor. Is she the only Stark left? No. Sansa's still alive, and Bran's kind of alive. I mean, Bran's like a... He's not really Bran Stark anymore. He's like a psychic 
tree god yeah. who knows everything, but whatever. And, well, John's not a Stark, as we found out, but he is, uh, he's still part of the family. He's around. I could give shit less about what happens with his story. Because Jon Snow was always the least interesting part of Game of Thrones. Everybody knows that. <laughs> People seem to like him a lot. I don't get it. Oh, Point man. being is that yeah. nothing that's happening has felt earned at all. It's all happened out of nowhere. It's absolutely atrocious, and it's fascinatingly bad. And I genuinely do think there's going to be another Game of Thrones adaptation when the books are all done. I think that'll happen. That'd be fascinating to see. Like, well, yeah, because it's going to be like fucking Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> like Game of Thrones Brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I genuinely think that's going to happen one day. And I don't know if it'll be... I don't think it'll be a TV show. It'll probably be like a movie trilogy or something like that. You know, with, the, with, the, with hindsight, with 2020 hindsight looking back once the books are all said and done, they could probably uh-huh. make a pretty tight trilogy out of it if they really wanted to. Hey, they made a trilogy out of The Hobbit. <laughs> and yeah. that shit's like 250 pages. Yeah, so they can make a trilogy out of like seven books or whatever it ends up being once all is said and done, if that if it ever actually ends. Because seeing how the the creator eventually ends this fucking mess is gonna be interesting because the show has shown how it shouldn't end. So <laughs> let's see. Yeah, how... so you get a you get a gimme. <laughs> like the show yeah. is a mulligan. It's like <laughs> we really didn't know what to do with all this. We we ended it kind of uh we it, li- it literally is gonna end <laughs> like uh oh god it's so bad jack but it's it's been absolutely re- it's been really entertaining to watch it happen uh, for sure but it, it's uh, so bad <laughs> yeah it's really interesting to think about because like when i was moving into college in 2010 um there were i uh, I think Comcast was, like, on campus handing out, like, boxes with Game of Thrones on it. And that and that's just, like, the like the clearest memory in my head of, like, when that was starting. It's just like, oh, this is how it ends, huh? <laughs> Weird. Uh, first well, four seasons are so good. So, yeah, well, so I good. I watched some of those. They're, they're so good. Yeah. And then such, it, a, yep. such a shame. Such an absolute to, uh, shame. Anime original, right? Yep. We're we're in anime only. We've been in anime only territory since like halfway through season five, I think. Maybe all season five. I can't remember. But it's basically been like a slow, uh, a slow moving train wreck since we went anime only. Hmm. All right. Well, next week, I look forward to hearing... <laughs> what happened <laughs> like you just smoking a cig <laughs> like surveying the wreckage just yeah well that's gonna be me checking uh checking twitter next monday morning <laughs> yeah that's that, it's like literally gonna be like a like actually like a a catastrophe like mm-hmm. so we're gonna need first responders on twitter.com after that airs <laughs> yeah like was twitter was Twitter really around when Lost finished 2010, kind of? It was, yeah. but I don't think it, it wasn't nearly as big as it is now. No, like, because this this is approaching that level of, like, 
what are they doing? What are they doing? Like, I think Lost pulled off their ending, but yeah. I recognize that that is not a universal uh, opinion. <laughs> but. Well, guys, here's the thing. I really, yeah. I've been trying to give it the benefit of the doubt for so long. Everybody mm. was on the hate train in season seven, but I, you know, warts and all, I liked season seven. Yeah. But this is just inexcusable. This is like a whole new level of garbage. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, speaking of whole new level of garbage, uh, we got more Green Man. More Green Man? No. Oh, no, we're, we're on Green Baby now. Yeah, we're Green Baby. We're awake in part one. We're in the good stuff now. Oh, okay, yeah, we're in the good stuff now. Never mind. I'm stoked. This is way better than Game of Thrones. Yeah, <sighs> Green, Green Man is dead. Uh, well, he's a frog, but he's dying. He's dead. Yeah. Um, we open up with awaken part one with a nice little uh spread of a bunch of animals that live in the martians of the green dolphin street prison oh uh, yeah what's nice. your favorite animal that's on here andy uh i'm a big fan of the great eager egret that's a mm-hmm. good one great uh, egrets are cool um, uh, obviously shouts out to the loggerhead turtle like that guy good guy good guy um, I mean, I'm I feel like uh, with... manatee is like the easy choice, but uh... yeah, the popular sea cow. I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna go with the gar. The gar. <laughs> is that actually a fish? Is, I, I don't know, I but like I like it. it. And I, I like frog. <laughs> like not oh, yeah, like just... all of these other animals have species names, and this one is just frog. Like oh, imagine yeah. if these fish just said fish. Like no fish. <laughs> I know what you meant, but what if a fish just could speak English but only said fish? So it's like a Pokemon? Fish! Fish! But worse. Because it's just screaming. It's screaming fish. it like, like a blood-curling stream. Fish! Like, what, if, <laughs> what if all animals could, could speak but only could say, like, general what they were? Just... <laughs> I'm just going to start communicating with my dog when my dog's just going to start saying dog. <laughs> dog! In, per- in perfect English. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was really funny to me for a second. Um, but yes, gar is a fish. It's called the garfish. Yep. Also, shout out to the blue crab. Oh, that yeah, blue that crab guy seems like, a, seems like a homie. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Don't like the pelagic pelagic shrimp i love pelagic. eating shrimp i hate looking at them they got <laughs> they're like legs. they're like water bugs i don't like them i mean they are like that yeah. lobsters they're like weird bugs yeah lobsters don't upset me as much as i think they should because scorpions terrify me and lobsters are just water scorpions lobsters the are upside down scorpions yeah their tails go the other way love eating them uh, I hate looking at them, and I hate when you get served a whole lobster because I don't like the guts when you're eating the lobster and there's the green mm. shit in the middle where their uh, intestines used to be. Don't yeah. don't like that. Big mush. And people that suck the gunk out of the heads, don't trust them. That's probably something you would do, Jack. I, I've never eaten a whole lobster. I don't think really? I, I, I don't really have the desire to either. I really don't have the desire to eat lobster a lot. Oh, lobster is so good. I mean, like, have you ever had a crawfish? Mm, I feel like I had to have, but not in. Because people suck the brains out of crawfish, too. And uh, I don't like that. 
<laughs> I don't like that, Jack. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, let's read some comics. Awaken, yeah. part one. Take the narration, Jack. <clears throat> what Foo Fighters fears most is the eradication of her own intellect. Ever since she met Jolene Cujo at the farmland, she remembers everything she's experienced since then. The weird graffiti on the public phones, the feelings of the covers on the bed, and the smell of garbage. The sound of doors opening and closing, the sound of the toilet making small talk with Jolene. Jolene making fun of her toes, saying they were weird, they were shaped weird. She remembers everything. That's weird, right? Also, this is a... What is this panel? I... I don't know. It's this... like, why is Weather Report hanging out with them? Weather Report never hangs out with them. Yeah, and Emporio's here, and they're all just laughing at Foo Fighters' feet. <laughs> No. All right. So let me just say, I honestly don't remember how this goes down. I have a vague idea, but I don't remember the details. But oh, like, yeah. let, let's let's just say Death Flags, a well, huge, huge, like like tower size Death Flags right now of course, with of this course. kind of chapter. <laughs> but everything before the incident at the farmlands, just blindly obeying orders, not even knowing why, she just protected White Snake's disc. She had been there for several years protecting the disc. Any memory she has of those days is limited. Those memories, mechanical and static. The meaning of life is probably to create memories. That's the conclusion Foo Fighters came to. To lose that, that was what she feared most. Jolene, who puts herself in danger for the sake of her father, who risks her life for people like Aramis, people she cares about, must be because Jolene has shared good memories with them. That's what drives humans. This is a really cool panel of Jolene just bleeding. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Memories must give a person courage, even at a cellular level. It was something that Foo Fighters had not felt during her life at the farmlands. But she feels it now. That is her intellect. That's what Foo Fighters concluded. Here I like that, that this narration is kind of like Foo Fighters having an existential crisis, but coming out on the good side. Mm -hmm. where, she, where she like has it and then is like, nah, I I'm alive because I think, <clears throat> I think therefore I am. Which, yeah. is, which is funny because like I feel like that's that's the answer to any and all existential crises. Like if yeah, you're having like, a question about your existence, is you think therefore you are. Mm -hmm. Like I have memories, I have thoughts. Yeah, I am. Um, back to Poochie. Poochie was on the other side of this uh, great um, taunting her. It's like yeah, kind of looking he... like he's putting the moves on her a little bit. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Who's he? Who's Foo Fighters gonna go after? D and G or Poochie himself? Let's go. <clears throat> Are you going to prioritize? Which is it going to be? Me or is it going to be D and G's life? <laughs> D and G realizes he could get murked super easy right now. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, Foo Fighters kind of waffles a bit on it. Goes back and forth. You had to think about it. That split second is going to cost you your life. White Snake pops out. Uh, let's see. The action in here, what's going on? Alright. Foo Fighters unloads a couple of plankton bullets at DNG, but White Snake's able to block them with its arm, and karate chops Foo Fighters right in the head. Ooh. Ow! Ooh. <laughs> um, and pops her disc out. Just about. I guess White Snake is talking for the first time in a while. Yeah. Is that you? Yep. Yep. 
the one who gave you your ability and your intellect was me! It was me! <laughs> and now, I want it back. The Foo Fighters disc. <laughs> he let him... <laughs> He lent the plankton his his fucking color and shape uh, album. And it's like, I want it back now, please. It's just Dave Grohl smiling face out of her head. What it's like, it's just like, this is why my mom told me not to let my friends borrow my stuff. Uh, Foo Fighters anyway. is not giving it up. Easy Poochie yeah. is worried. When I think about Jolene, I feel courage welling up inside me. This is what memories are about. This is my intellect. Oh, God. Well. (laughs) Well. well. Turns her gun on herself and blows her brain out. Cool. Uh, With with the disc. Isn't that a... isn't that what's it what's her face's brain i mean i i'm i'm still not 100 percent like it's sold on how brain. this is supposed to work yeah um what <laughs> uh dng gets splashed with a lot of plankton it can't be foo fighters white snake protect dng get that body out of his way Ooh, what oh oh dng's dead yeah, she is super dead. Um, because oh, did D and G have a voice? Huh. I guess so. White White Snake. Her bodily fluids went inside. Ah, uh, oh, fuck. God. Damn. Her bodily fluids went inside him, and then his neck and head kind of spiralize out of his body. Yikes. Cool. And along with his stand disc, I'm assuming? No, is that still Foo Fighters disc? All right. So, bunch of plankton scattered around. Uh, plankton covering the disc. <clears throat> it, impossible. How could this happen? Now I won't be able to question D&G about Dio's bone and what happened to the thing that was born from it. White Snake, don't let Foo Fighters get away. Capture her. You must read Foo Fighters' memory disc. I have to tell Jolene who White Snake really is. Shit! This uh, Foo Fighters is back to to goop mode now. Yeah, top top uh top half of goop, <laughs> top goop. I have to tell her that it's the priest Enrico Pucci, but I won't be able to use that body anymore. I need water. Oh, cut back to Green Man finally dying. Yep. Excellent. Uh, all right, this sounds silly. <clears throat> it must be Foo Fighters. She must have done it. She must have killed the stands user back in the Punishment Ward. Um, and as oh, that's right, Yo-Yo Ma swallowed the green baby thing. That's the whole bit. God, I forgot that. Because um, mm-hmm. as Yo-Yo Ma dissolves, we see an eggshell that the green baby was in. The contents are gone. The only thing here is this shell thing. Uh, oh, right. Uh, <laughs> Jolene's right eye melted. Um, and out of another piece of the shell casing, we see a green hand start to reach out. <laughs> oh, hey, God. Hey, is that a hand? What the, the hell? 
Was something so, just born? I mean, sorry, child. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say I remember what this baby turns into, but how we get from A to B is a big haze. <laughs> oh, it's kind of cool. It's yeah, pre- it's pretty cool. Um, it's a green child. Is it human? And the hand and the shelf kind of fall backwards into the water. It's falling into the water. And as Anasui tries to go grab it, the the hand touches him and burns a whole imprint into him. Oh boy! All right, uh, wake in part two. <laughs> the, this thing—it has a mind of its own. What did what did it just do to me? Awaken part two. Um. Is this the spiral? Is, is oh, this the no. color ratio here? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Um, we see Oh, a lot shit, of... bitch. <laughs> yeah. I forget we... what the explanation for this is. <laughs> Remember whose bone it is, Andy. Whose bone is this? Oh, God. Because it's Dio's bone. But uh... it's also... Jonathan Joestar's bone. Oh, no. Right! They keep saying it's Dio's bone, but didn't it come from his ass or something? So it's Jonathan's bone. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not uh, like Unless his... they're talking about the original Dio Brando, which I don't no, think so. <laughs> they're not. That body is long since dead. Yeah. Um, this is like Jonathan's finger bone or something. Oh, uh, okay. Because the, the arm crawls back onto the boat, and on its shoulder... We see the Joestar birthmark. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, shit. Here you we know, go again. This is, this is the part where it sort of starts to feel like that Araki was trying to do his uh, Avengers Endgame bit with Stone Ocean here, but it, it's weird. It's really weird. <laughs> this thing. What is this green child? For what reason was it born? Why is it here? And... The plant mutation that affected the other prisoners is subsiding, probably because the child is already born. Uh, okay, it's Anasui. It fell. Shit! It fell into the water. It didn't look like it touched me, but then, why am I wounded? What did it do? Where did it go? It can't have drowned. God damn it! Um, oh, right. Jolene's tongue still has a bunch of holes in it. She uses her strings to sew her tongue back together. Slip, 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 slip. I think... What? I think I'm missing cases now. Oh, are you? Because it goes from... For me, it goes from... What did it just do to me? To Awakened Part 2, where it just shows the baby crawling out of the water. And then it goes to back to the prison. Shit. What the hell would Poochie be doing here, damn it? He's gotten between me and D&G. Oh, yeah, you missed an entire chapter, and, and you downloaded the scans. Oh, Weird. no. All right, Man. hold on. Why is this so hard to do? I, why, part oh. six, this is the only time we've had trouble with this. Yeah, part five, perfect. In order, collated, excellent. Right. Part four, even, when we were doing that. Great. Fucking, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Part six is... The redheaded stepchild of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yep. <laughs> like, it's just 100%. cursing us big time. Like, I don't know why that is. It it just... 
right, it's awkward in a lot of different ways <laughs> and one <Okay>. of those <laughs> one of those ways is cursing all of our uh free scans that we bitch about thank you people that make these uh, <laughs> yeah by, by the official scanlation uh, yeah. translation when it comes out in like six years Yo, I completely uh, forgot to mention that going off topic again. That the part four my, uh, hardcover came oh out. Oh yeah, you tweeted you tweeted about it. Yeah, but I have my copy of it now, and it's absolutely wonderful. It's uh, it's exactly what I wanted to, wanted it to be. It has the same like build quality and page quality of the Jejoniums, just with kind of a different branding. Like the, yeah, uh, they. It, I was telling you like it looks. It looks like it came from that time period. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it looks like it got pulled out of 1999 just based on the uh, the cover design. Yeah, the cover, all the cover design looks great, and the page quality is nice. And it has the uh, like the monochrome color pages from the original Shonen Jump run, and uh, it's neat. And I, I can't say much about the translation yet because I haven't read it. But it, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, obviously, it has the translated stands, so. You know, if you can't get over that, then I don't know what to tell you. But personally, I think it's a small price to pay to have English English Joe. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm I'm on the page. Let's get back to it. Okay, with Jolene screaming. Yes. What is no. this green child? Or. Uh. Uh. Oh. Oh no. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm back. Two more pages after that. After she shows her sews her tongue shut. Ah. Uh. Uh. It's over there. It it's over there. It it seems as if it can't swim or dive, not yet at least. Yet it somehow got on land. If it keeps on going, it'll get to more solid ground. Then it must have a will of its own, since it's trying to escape. It's got to. No, it might just be moving on instinct. Anyway, even though I still don't know if it's a plant or a human, I can't let it get away. I can't let White Snake get to it. I don't want to turn it into my enemy. Um. Ooh, what's going? <laughs> Jolene looks like she's sneezing. In his <laughs> <pants>. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. This looks like this looks like a, an interstitial frame of an animation. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it does. It's funny. Um, chasing after the green baby. Wait, Jolene, stop right there! Jolene's still running after the green baby. Jolene, I'm telling you to wait. Don't run. Look at that rock that's by your foot. She looks down, and it's just a rock. It's rolling around. Listen to me. Don't move. Just listen to what I say, but don't panic, Jolene. Turn around and look at me. Yikes! <laughs> what What is wrong with that? <laughs> well, a lot is wrong with Anasui because he's still got a bunch of holes in him. But yeah. Jolene is about half his size. She yeah, is very I... short. I guess, like, you never saw them, like, to scale like this before, but Inosui is huge. He, well, is, a, he is a hulking man. <laughs> there's a, th- no, this is, there's a reason for this. This is the stand. This is the stand kicking. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was no, just weird No, Inosui is not just, like, jack to hell like that. Yeah, I was gonna say, because not only did he start out as a, as a woman, but now he has turned into the fucking Hulk. <laughs> yeah, he's Jonathan Joestar. <laughs> this... What the hell is this? This is bizarre. When you were chasing it, that pebble rolled towards you, and seemingly it turned into a boulder. And Jolene, you're just the opposite. You... Jolene stops listening to this idiot sandwich and chases after the green baby. Wait, 
I'm telling you not to get too close to it. Grabs onto her shoulder. Um, and now he is small and Jolene is big. And no one knows really what's going on. Um, you want to read Anasui so I don't talk to myself? <laughs> sure. Okay. All right, where are where Top are of the we? page, this, uh, Jolene sneezing again. This? Anasui? What the? You, your height. It looks like you got smaller, and you, you just said that I looked smaller? And I thought that you'd gotten bigger, but the hell? Once we switched positions, suddenly... And they see the pebble continue to roll to the green baby and get smaller and smaller and smaller. This is Anasui! Calm down, Jolene. The speed it crawls at is the same slow speed of a human baby. Anyway, how big does it look to you, Jolene? From there, how big does the child look to you? It looks normal. The same as before. Anasui, it looks like you're the only one that's gotten smaller. What the hell? And that boulder, when that boulder rolled towards the child, it suddenly got smaller. I, I get what's happening here now, and it's just its just so hard to, to like understand from looking at the the art because it's just like is this just weird force perspective or or what is going on <laughs> but on the other hand this is going to look really cool animated oh yeah this is going to be sick to me the kid also looks to be of normal size oh wait whoops no you're no. good no i'm good okay to me the kid also looks to be of normal size even from where i'm standing it doesn't look big at all only the rock that rolled towards it got smaller. Jolene, don't move. Just stay there. Anasui walks back to Jolene. He's big again. You returned to your normal height. What is this? Is this its ability? Is the green child doing this? Do we get smaller as we get closer to it or something? I have no idea. What could this ability mean? It doesn't change the fact that this is a tricky puzzle. Puzzle? <laughs> <laughs> All right, think carefully. Let's say if I manage to shorten my distance from the child by half, my height shrinks by half. All right. And if I get close again, if I get closer again by half of that distance, my height reduces even more, right? My height would be one-fourth of the original size. Am I making sense? Mm. So what does this mean? Since my legs are one-fourth of their normal size, and it would make sense that it would take four times longer for me to walk the same distance oh god here we go (laughs) what is this (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh kind of (laughs) at at this point and as I get close by half of that remaining distance I would be one eighth of my original life points therefore it would take eight times the attack power to win the game (laughs) god damn it (laughs) alright Anyway, therefore, it would take eight times longer to walk the same distance. If I could, if I get even closer, I would be one sixteenth of my normal height, which would make my walking speed sixteen times slower. What do you think? What? <laughs> this is still silly. One thirty-two, one sixty-four, one over one hundred and twenty-eight. I'd cut my distance in half and in half again, but the time it takes would double and double and double. The puzzle is this. Would we ever be able to reach the child? My guess is that we'd never be able to. Green Baby keeps on trucking. You see the just our birthmark again. No way. 
It can't be. Come on, it's just a baby slowly crawling along. I'm going. There's no way it can't be caught. And we see its face, and there's a lot of, uh, a lot of like, embellishments on it. A lot of yeah. raised edges. There's a leaf on the front. Um, we get a... We get a staff card. We get a staff card. Before that, before I forget, I wanted to call out the uh, the very good fan that made the uh, idiot sandwich edit. I, I said that as uh, uh, Eric at hysteric underscore DE on Twitter made us a very good idiot sandwich Anasui. Um, go look at it uh, on our Twitter. It's very, oh my god! I, I yeah. missed this. I am sorry. I am sorry, oh, person this? that made oh, this. Shit. Yeah, no, this is amazing. Oh yeah, my god! And, yeah, and the like, sliding into your DMs. All right, mm-hmm. yeah, this is exactly exactly what I needed. I'm gonna mm-hmm. Jack. You didn't retweet this. I'm giving this the hot. Oh retweet. shit! Didn't I read? Oh man, I'm come I'm on, terrible. Jack. Come I'm on, terrible Jack. at clout. <laughs> Jack doesn't know clout if it hit him across the head. So. Yeah. Thank you very much, Eric. We appreciate you. Yeah, I could look at this idiot sandwich edit all day. I, I am just so perfect. glad that hit me because it is so perfect. What are you? <laughs> idiot sandwich. An idiot sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and the font is perfect. Oh, yep. Great job. Slide God, in your DMs. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's let's do this last chapter. You know why I missed it? Because when up. you don't follow a lot of people on twitter it fills your notifications with all of these like recommended garbage so it says i have like 27 notifications when it's really just a bunch of junk you know what i mean yeah because every time i go over to the account and like check out the notifications like none of this is useful exactly you'd think twitter would put like actual mentions on the top but then they have the mentions tab which i really should just click on at all times fuck fuck twitter dude fuck twitter Twitter. thank you eric anyway it's very appreciated um staff card enrico pucci occupation prison priest that's a fun phrase hey i'm the prison priest (laughs) sounds like a wrestler (laughs) past history although he gets requests to come to work at churches from all over the world he chose to place himself at green dolphin street prison where he has been the head priest for eight years not counting the prisoners pucci has been a resident of the green dolphin prison for the longest amount of time Say name, White Snake. Oh Lord. Uh, yeah, this I'm is kinda, sideways. <laughs> yeah, Awaken Part Three cover page is basically illustrating the concept that Anasui just drew into the dirt. Mm-hmm. All right, from the top. Wait, Jolene, look over here. What the hell is that? I can hear something. It's coming closer. Woof, 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 woof. Ah, shit, it's the guard dogs. They can track our scent. If we don't hide ourselves in the boat soon, we're going to be stuck in this marsh for a while. Anasui, if the whole prison is out looking for us, then I don't know who it is yet, but Whitesnake, he must be with the guards too, trying to find us. He must be getting closer by the second. And Whitesnake must know from my father's memory disc about the child and its ability. And he must be the only one who knows how to utilize it. I can't let this child slip away from me. If White Snake were to get it first, then I would never be able to get my father's memory disc back. It'll all be over. Wait, listen. It's dangerous to get mindlessly trapped by that kid's ability. Right now, we should be finding some way to hide from those guard dogs. Anasui, I'll start thinking. 
when I get to where I want to be. <laughs> God damn it, Jolene. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, that's nice. Jolene's gonna like uh, be like contemplate her situation and really think it out. Nope, she's gonna run right into it. <laughs> I love her. Um, she gets real close to the green baby and is like an inch tall. <laughs> Concentration, huh? Jolene's ability to focus on something, to be able to concentrate on one thing. And I said, what you're trying to describe here is a one-track mind. She's not very bright. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah. That's, that's probably what attracted me to her. Why I'm even here now. Her focus is what makes her beauty shine. And those eyes. One day I'll make her look at me with that acute concentration. Woof, oh, God. Woof, woof. Incel. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag incel Anasui. Join the conversation. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Anasui chases after her. They're both, like, uh, borrower size. It's just like Anasui said. Feels like it's taking longer and longer to get closer to the child. It sends out a string to uh, touch the baby. Stone free! <laughs> I'm almost there. The child is right there. Just a little more and my string will be able to catch it. And as she keeps sending out this string, her body starts to fall apart. It's no use, Jolene. You're falling apart. You have to stop unraveling your string. Even the string that you're releasing gets smaller and thinner as it gets closer to the child. By half and half of that and half of that half. It gets skinnier. It gets skinnier and skinnier. You've reached your limit, Jolene. Pull your string back. And now there's absolute proof that reaching the child is an impossibility. Why does it look like fucking baby Piccolo? Because it is. Yeah, it literally is is baby Piccolo. No, I won't believe it. There has to be an end. It's right there and right in front of us. We've got to be able to reach it. Um, Hops up on a piece of uh, sawgrass that we saw in the in the spread before in the marshes how about i try jumping off from here if i jump off there's no way i won't eventually hit the ground everything eventually falls to the ground doesn't matter how small i get or how long it takes to span that distance i'll eventually land the only way to reach the child is to reach the ground i'll definitely be able to catch it now that's that is some giga brain logic showing <laughs> some <thing>. universe brain <laughs> Yeah. I see. If the ground is really the end point, she might be able to do it. But if, and possibly, she jumps and never reaches the ground, how will she get back up? How far would she fall? Wait, Jolene, don't! Uh, She sends out her string as she is about to leap to the ground. All right, the ground is right there. I can almost touch it. I have to hit the ground and try to avoid falling on the child. Um, suddenly her string snaps taunt. What? My string? Something's pulling on it. The string that I released just in case I kept on falling without reaching the child. What the? It, it's heavy. And we see the green babies stand. Hmm. Because that's the, that's the thing that's tugging on Jolene's string, uh, knocking her off course. Tug, tug. What? 
this thing is kind of cool looking. Yeah, I was just about to say this is pretty neat. It kind of like uh, kind of looks like a punk rock version of the Fool. <laughs> yeah, and there's a little bit of uh, Man in the Mirror here. Yeah, like in terms of something being stitched together, because it's got a lot of it's got neat stitching on its arms. Its head kind of looks like Starship Enterprise. Um, <laughs> it does though, and it's got needle hair. And it's chewing on Jolene's string so she can't reach the ground. Munch, 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 munch. What? What is this? When did it get on my string? It opens its weird mouth. Oh, I... Mm. I like how most stands have some kind of belt accessory. It's fun. It can't be. Is this that green child stand? Is this what it looks like? Shit, am I going to land anytime soon? It looks so close. When the hell am I going to hit the ground? And this guy is getting bigger and bigger as he comes closer. Uh, bites through her string, which just does a number on her hand. Even, yeah, it can't be good. I mean, no. that's flesh string, right? <laughs> yeah, it's made of her. Yep. Even its power is multiplying. The baby is right there, but maybe I'll never be able to hit the ground. No, no way. That can't be. It's not possible. And we'll cut it there. Yeah, it seems like a nice place to cut it. So this is really ramping up. Yeah, no. This like, is really hit, hitting it hard. Yeah, as soon as Yo-Yo Ma died, the, uh, <laughs> the story picked right back up. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, I'm enjoying this again. This is good. Yeah, no. It Like like I said, it kicks back into overdrive once this, uh, once this gets going. Once the plot happens again. Um, but... We're past episode 28.5 of uh, Vento Oreo, and now we're into some wild shit. Yeah, so the first half of this episode, great. Second half of it, kind of a lot of nothing. Really? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm feeling the Green Day and Oasis fear. It's kind of like the Sunday scaries for JoJo. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, we're in for at least two weeks of this. <laughs> um. Because the first half of the episode was the boss dealing with the uh, um, the aftermath of the Metallica fight. Like, mm-hmm. going back to, uh, like, the broken death mask. And, oh, <laughs> Dapio, cra- it's like, doing the phone thing and grabs, grabs the, the girl's ice cream. <laughs> like, why do you have my phone? Give me! Give me it! <laughs> like, that's never not a good bit. I love it. Um... And the boss knowing something's up, and it's like, hey, you got you got to get to Rome, um, and you're gonna have to call these guys that I hate. And the the one line Diavolo said, where it's like, I'm not repulsed by many humans, but I hate these guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it might have been nothing like for you, but like, I like that they did some anime only stuff with uh, Chocolata. Like, yeah, I liked that. That was good. Because I mean, it was, was kind of the same. Yeah, I mean, it was basically the same backstory that was written in words and the manga, but it kind of gave it a little, little bit more context. Yeah, which was cool. Like seeing him do these awful, like stomach-turning things, and it was like, mm-hmm. ugh, ugh. And Seko is out of his mind as he should be. His, yeah, like uh, his mannerisms translate very well to animation. Just like, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> slithering I mean, around. We we got the the scene of them finally con- being contacted by our our special boy, our number Ooh. one special lad. <laughs> oh, number one special, no spoilers, boy. Uh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, hey, I can help you. you I have your- this arrow. Remember, remember the arrow plot. Remember, remember how important this was at one point. <laughs> Remember there was a whole remember part four? This was Remember this was like it? the first like bunch of chapters of part five when the arrow was a thing? Remember and then the last couple chapters of part five. Yeah. <laughs> um But yeah, he has the arrow and he and he's gonna give it to our boys, um, because that's the way to defeat the boss. in a roundabout way. Um yeah. so time to go to Rome, time to go to the Coliseum. They did like those interstitial chapters like real bing bang boom and mm-hmm. we're into the start of green day and oasis i love that they spent time on the scene with the drunk guys like hey you yeah. can't piss here it's a water fountain <laughs> it you always comes piss. back to piss jack it's always piss i can't believe it <laughs> i'm um, telling you it's like that is it's it, it always comes back to piss always comes back to piss and then the guy's like, no, the toilet's over here. And he pisses in a mailbox. And it's like, yeah. Tries to pull his friend away from the, the fountain. And he does. But it's only his top half. Because Green Day is here. Um, and it's eating everyone. And the gang figures out that it's based... Well, sorry. Um, Giorno figures out that it's based on altitude. <laughs> And as soon as Narancha tries to hop back into the boat, covered in mold, and it ends... Where does it end? It ends with them, like, realizing they have to get upwards and seeing that, like, everyone in this town is dying. (laughs) Yeah. I'm hopeful, because... Alright. Because next episode is called Green Day and Oasis Part 1, but... I feel like there's only going to be a part two. It's not. There's not going to be a part three, and that's fine. God, I hope so. Because in that part so. two, I feel like they could wrap up the fight, maybe like right after um, the midpoint, and then the last eight minutes of part two is like set up for getting to the Colosseum. I think yeah. they could because then Green if Day we can get that all that done in two episodes, and then the the episode after that could be like the setup for Requiem. That would please me greatly. Yeah, like because we're gonna meeting. get we're gonna get the backstory. We're, not I say backstory. We're gonna get the the retcon backstory. What's of, the retcon? Uh, Tell me what the retcon is. Well, in the literal sense of the word, retroactive continuity. The the whole backstory of what what happened between part three and part five with the Stardust Crusader survivors that that's a literal retcon. Uh, yeah, it's like I because fe- in this in this day and age I feel like retcon is thrown around a lot, especially in a negative sense. Uh, but it's not like, even in a negative sense. It just is what it is. It is it is by definition retroactive continuity. Adding yeah. adding stuff in that happened in the past that wasn't shown before. Yeah. Okay. I. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. So hopefully we'll get kind of the 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 lead into Requiem in a couple weeks, which would be really nice, and then we can just get uh, balls deep in in all of that, in <laughs> all of the Requiems, in all of the uh, the King Crimson, and then. 
an episode that's just sleeping slaves and i i'm really looking forward to that episode yeah uh, no that's gonna be a real great capstone as like a one episode epilogue thing it's gonna yeah. be cool i'm really i'm really excited to see what the reaction is gonna be positive Ooh. or negative i don't know but I'm yeah i think curious. people are gonna like go crazy a bit because yeah. it comes out of nowhere and people are gonna see like wait this it ended but there's another episode next week Mm-hmm. what yeah and our very special boy over the uh, over the computer spoke the name of the boss for the first time. Oh yeah, that's true. Like we didn't yeah. know his name, and it's just like, oh, it's devil. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wish there had just been a look. It's like, is that the bad guy's name is Lucifer? <laughs> this guy's name is Satan. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Well. I'm personally not looking forward to Green Day and Oasis, but I hope they prove me wrong. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. If anyone can prove us wrong, it's David Pro. Mm-hmm. And on Man. that note... Yeah, on that note, if you want to listen to more of this, and God bless you, <laughs> yeah. you can find us on Google Play, iTunes, check us out there, give us a, a like, comment, subscribe, give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. Uh, our home base is on SoundCloud, where we got all of the episodes organized into playlists with all the good thumbnail art that Andy pulls from Internet's ass. I was, I was, I was expecting to get more pushback for the Pickle Rick scenario, but er- Eric pushed back on Pickle. Oh, Rick, okay. But... Thanks, Eric. <laughs> yeah, he's like. Here's uh... here's the thing with the Pickle Rick is that I, it was like a calling from some deep, deep unknowable force that made me put that. Like, I, I wasn't really in control of myself when I used that image. Like, it was like a, it was an, it was an un, unforeseen energy. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a force grabbing your hand. It's like, you gotta do it, Andy. You gotta do the green man. Because, like, honestly, Yo-Yo Ma is Pickle Rick. Yeah, because I just hate him every time I have to see him. Yeah. <laughs> Yo-Yo Ma Tattoo. What is that oh, for? God. <laughs> I, Tell me somebody has the real person Yo-Yo Ma that's tattooed what I'm hoping on them. For. No, it's just a bunch of generic like tattoo designs. No one, no one's got. No, yeah. Okay, but that's where you can find <laughs> us. I post the links to the episode every week on r slash Starters Crusaders. You can tweet at us at JoJo underscore cast. Thank you, everybody, once more for listening. We will catch you next week. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye.